0: Stop smiling at me, bitch. I hate you. (laughs) That was the funniest shit um, that I heard last night watching uh, Gavin and Ryan Katsu Rivera cover the the vice presidential election. Um, My name is John O'Marchada and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. Uh, the vice presidential election. Election? Uh, debate was last night. <laughs> uh, between Kamala Harris and, uh, VP Mike Pence. Um, my takeaway. Well, first off, thank you, DB Cooper, for reminding me, because then I jumped right on it right as it started. So, uh,. Kamala Harris is just she's the epitome of resting bitch face. And I believe that's what I told TV Cooper too. Um I don't know. Getting text messages. Ugh. Um Gavin seemed to think that Kamala was handing uh Pence his ass, but. When I watched it, it it, it, would, it just seemed like she couldn't control herself, and that's that's the left uh, in a nutshell. Um, she kept doing this fucking weird smiling. I tell, dude, last night, Ryan Katzer-Rivera was on fire. Um, he was hilarious. Dude, oh, these people. These people, fucking people. I don't know if you can hear when a text message comes in, but anytime that that happens, where I've, it sounds like I'm spacing out, and then I just start fucking gritting my teeth. Um, oh, it's because I it's like, I got a text message. Anyway, Ryan was hilarious. Uh, she kept doing this fucking thing where she would smile at him, but it was just the bitchiest. You know how they say, well, you know, kill him with kindness. Yeah, but you're supposed to actually attempt to, to be nice. And she was just doing this fucking smile. smile that was like, I hate you so much and I hate everything about you and I'm I'm in control. Oh God, she was doing this thing where like, if he would just try to correct her just a little bit, which happens in every debate, she did it to him. She would stop and make it the most awkward thing and go, "Uh, I'm talking, I'm speaking. And then like, wait, (laughs) bitch, that's what you get to look forward to if, uh, those shitheads get in office. Um, I don't know how badly I want to admit this, but, uh, Gavin seems to admit it pretty, pretty easily. At least back when, uh, it was Hillary and his wife voted for I'm not saying my wife's voting for Biden, but, uh, she's kind of blowing my mind right now. She, she, she doesn't like how Trump is with, um, attacking people, right? She doesn't like his, uh, tweets, which is kind of a common thing that you'll hear amongst, uh, not all Trump supporters, but some, you know, or at least some people who voted for him. Um, she didn't like, uh, how he acted in the debate. And I'm, Sitting there talking just like I talked to you, and I'm like, honey, you have to understand this dude has been attacked day in and day out for four years. Like, that shit takes a toll on you. Okay? Uh, I don't care who you are. I think all of us have been amazed by Trump being able to uh, deal with the shit that he's dealt with. Right? So, um. Oh, man. I uh, Trying to talk to her last or today about it. Ugh. anyway, so I, I even pointed out, I'm like, oh, "Honey, dude, like, what are you gonna do? Like, what issue, um, or policy, or what have you? Do you think that voting for Biden or Kamala Harris would like be beneficial, like any at all?" And uh, she's just kind of torn, I guess. But it's like between what? You don't like how yet, dude he hasn't attacked a single person that didn't attack him first i have yet to see that i have asked for that i was when i when i was on twitter because i'm still definitely suspended um which i think is something that's happening more commonly now um because of the election i wouldn't i wouldn't be the least bit surprised if miraculously all of a sudden i was not suspended after the election but um Um, yeah. It's, uh, I I, even asking on there, asking on Facebook, asking on any of the social networking platforms, asking anyone to give me evidence that he attacks somebody first. Can't find it. Can't find it at all. He is somebody who punches back, even when he maybe doesn't necessarily need to. So, um... But to go on, uh, Mike Pence, yeah, I guess he was a little boring, but, I mean, he started punching back pretty hard uh, last night. I think he won the debate, but I think I'm probably also pretty biased. Um, one, I'm biased against Kamala Harris. Uh, I would have liked to have seen Tulsi Gabbard up there. I think that she did a great job during the, the um, uh, primary debates. Uh, before she was, before the the leftist establishment decided that they didn't they didn't like her because she was a little too conservative. Um, but Kamala is always, I mean, I know the lies. I know what this lady has lied about. And by the way, she lied constantly last night. She, oh, dude, when she did the thing saying that Trump called people losers and uh, or called the military suckers and losers. It's just like, this is verifiably false. This is a lie. This is the same thing when I talked about how Nancy Pelosi explained what they do, which is, they. It, you can find the video. It should be on YouTube. I'm driving or else I'd look it up and show you. Um, Nancy Pelosi explained it as, you come up with a lie the media reports on it, and then you turn around and you use the media's coverage as credible evidence of your lie. None of it was true, and that's a prime example of it. Somebody, an anonymous source, which is always the case, they can't come up with anything with with Trump, they have no proof of any of the shit that they accuse him of, so they just accuse him of shit. Doesn't matter what it is, they just accuse him of something. And then, and they come, and it's usually their own weird thoughts about it. Just like in this case, uh, Trump didn't go to a cemetery when he was in France. And so they just developed this idea out of thin air. And that was back then. It wasn't a big story back then when it happened. But because we're getting closer to the election. They tried to give it a little bit of meat and potatoes and said, all right, he thinks that they're suckers and losers. What would Trump, what what do we think Trump would say about somebody? Okay, this. This is believable. So then they go out and they say, yeah, an anonymous source says that Trump didn't want to go down to the cemetery and call these guys suckers and losers. I assume they took from, uh, and the one truthful thing that she said was how he spoke about John McCain. Obviously, she's not going to add any context to it, which is uh, McCain constantly attacked Trump while he was alive, didn't like Trump, and so they bickered, and Trump came back with, I like my heroes not to have been uh, captured, which is, like I said, that's hard to defend. You can focus on that. But instead, they focus on this anonymous source, and she, and then the media reports on it, and then Kamala Harris uses it as ammunition in the debate. It's just fucked up, man. And the people that don't do research, people that just want to hear the news or just see this stuff, which is primarily the mainstream, are going to see that and go, oh shit, that's right. You remember hearing about that? It must be true, and that's what they hope for. But fucking nearly everything last night was a lie. I was surprised. It was it was funny because Trump, or I'm sorry, Pence, uh, pushed her on uh, packing the court, which is what they want to do. They want to pack the court. If they don't get their way, if they don't win, the Democrats want to pack the court, right? They want to develop. Um, Washington, D.C. is a state so that they can get more people to uh, vote in or get more um, justices on the court. And this has been something that Trump has talked about, the Republicans have talked about, and obviously Pence had brought up, and he directly asked her for an answer. Are you going to pack the court? And then she gave some kind of general bullshit, and he goes, see, you didn't answer it the American people can see that you didn't answer it, which he did excellent on. I think he nailed her on almost everything. And then she finally goes, all right, because she, again, can't control herself. She goes, let's talk about packing the court. And then she still didn't answer it. And at the end of it, he goes, yeah, see, you still didn't answer. If you're going to pack the court or not. I mean, she was the fucking, she was, who was the chick that used to work for, uh, Fox News that everybody called the the Ice Queen before she went over to, what, MSNBC or something? I can't remember her name. She used to be pro-Trump, and then she got a bigger paycheck, and she was like, ah, I don't like Trump anymore. Uh, well, they used to call her the Ice Queen. No, that's Kamala Harris, dude. That was her last night. The, her demeanor, her mannerisms, everything, dude. The Ice Queen. Oh, God, she was just such... I, I never really like, had a focus on Kamala Harris, I never thought that she was, like, the worst or whatever, you know, like, I just didn't care, and after seeing her last night, it was like, I can see, because I've heard people go, I hate Kamala Harris, I can see why, she is the biggest bitch ever, I I mean, uh, maybe not necessarily ever, maybe I need to walk that back a little bit, because Hillary Clinton is fucking evil. But Kamala Harris, maybe that's the difference. One's evil, the other one's just a flat-out bitch. And that was... Uh, cunt. <laughs> How can I mix that into her name? Cuntmala Harris. <laughs> but Ryan Katzer Rivera, dude. Because she kept smiling. <laughs> he was like... He was narrating uh, <laughs> Pence's thoughts. And he was like, stop staring at me, Bit, or stop smiling at me, bitch! I hate you. It just had me rolling. And then she was like going through this list at the end because uh, they, there was some uh, eighth grader that got to ask a question that they used their question. Any of and this is the same shit that you've been seeing on social media and shit like that, where it's like, oh, my two-year-old asked this incredibly fucking thought-provoking question, which is like, no, they didn't. No fucking four-year-old gives a shit about any of this. Uh, Really, no eighth-grader, but I can kind of see an eighth-grader, like, in school them saying, hey, you know, write down a question, and it might get asked, so they spend some time on it, and the parents ask them and shit, or uh, help them with it and shit. And uh, so there's this long, drawn-out question that Pence answered phenomenally, and it was like, how can you follow that up? Well, then Kamala comes in, and she starts listing off all of these things and as she's listing these things <laughs> about Joe Biden Ryan was like corn pop <laughs> and then she'd say something else and be like Harry Lakes and then she'd say something else and he goes cop huh? So anyway, you like that song? Apache, sandstorm it's a badass song gets me gets me going um, so yeah that's my take on the the debate last night I think Pence won I think uh, he showed he showed the contrast between him and Trump and why he's VP he, I've always thought Pence is funny I've never understood why people don't like him um, you know I think I think he's very misunderstood. I think the left purposely does that. I think uh, people on the right don't, I think they're much like me where it's just like, you know, you don't really care about the VP very much just because they're not the president. You know, and especially when you have somebody like Donald Trump as the president, uh, their VP, and I don't mean for this to sound insulting, but their VP is gonna be in their shadow. And uh, somebody like Mike Pence is kind of the perfect guy uh, for VP to Donald Trump because he doesn't. He doesn't really do too much, you know. He's uh. There's been numerous meetings, <laughs> and he just sits there like statuesque, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the times. There's like times where you think he's asleep, but he's just like ready to roll, you know. He doesn't. Uh, he's the strong, silent type, I guess. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I think he, I think he one handedly. Um, I think, but he, this is, this is a good point that uh, Gavin and, and Ryan made last night, which was people are pretty much decided right now. There's very, very few people on the fence. I would think, um, I think, I, I, I was, I'm going to assume that my wife is going to vote for Trump. Um, I think she does understand that like voting for Biden doesn't help anything, you know? There's nothing like beneficial from that side. Uh, I did get a little salty with her and I was like, all right, well, hey man, if you vote for Biden and they win, say goodbye to the United States of America, because that's the truth. We were headed towards that. And it's not just because you had Barack Obama in office, it's because you had Barack Obama, George Bush Jr., Bill Clinton, and then George Bush Sr. That's why we were headed towards the destruction of the United States of America, flat out. I've said it before, and I'll say it again, those four were exactly the same. They were all a part of the same deep state, the same uh, mentation, and they gave off an image as if they were on two opposite sides. They weren't. You know, we got the Patriot Act, we got the Freedom Act, all under uh, George Bush Jr., which is also um, when we had 9/11, which was an inside job thanks Dick Cheney and the Bush administration. It's funny how how the left forgets about that. How the left was all against uh, Bush and war, right? and claiming that it was an inside job, that was the left, too. Now, given we had the truth movement, which it's, it's, this is why I don't join. God damn it, man, these people. I don't join a political. So, yeah, this is why I don't join uh, political parties, right? I, I think that this, I think that it, it, it dupes us more times than it does. You know, I think it it sets us up for, you know, different teams and you gotta go through with it. Um, oftentimes I go through with what they want. Um, I've seen it with grown strong men in the union who have admitted to me, um, that they have to vote Democrat because the union tells them to, and it's like, fuck me. Are you serious? You're tough. This was one of the toughest dudes I have ever met in my life. Army vet. Fucking. but Just a fucking mountain of a man. Um, And he's sitting here telling me I have to vote this way because the the union tells me to. And I'm just sitting there going, like shaking my head going, are you fucking serious? Are you hearing what's coming out of your mouth right now? And he's like, listen, I I get why you think that's wrong, but you know union tells me that I have to do it in order to keep my job. I'm going to do it. And it's like, dude, they can't fucking see how you're voting. What are you doing? You know what I mean? Like they can't, that's absolutely against the law for them to fucking check your vote record. You're not in the Senate. You're not like a public servant. You're a private citizen, dude. Like they can't do what, but he was so indoctrinated with this idea that he has to vote a certain way because this group tells him to. And this was back when it was uh, John Kerry and um, George Bush. And he, like I said, he was an army vet. He had other friends that obviously were in the army and and in the military. And he goes, yeah, dude, everybody I know knows that uh, John Kerry is a fucking bold-faced liar. You know, that he's a charlatan. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why are you voting for this dude, man? Like, what the fuck? But that's what it is. When you join up a team... Right? Is that you support that team, you, you feel a loyalty to them, and it fucks with your subconscious. And I'll never do it. But, um, yeah. So that's the debate. Um, you know. Eh. But uh, other than that, Donald Trump has defeated the coronavirus, he, uh, he came back to the White House. He is uh, all good. There's a lot of theories around um, what he's going to do next and what he's going to say next. Um, I'm off Twitter, so I can't see what uh, what he's saying <laughs> on Twitter. That's a little annoying. <laughs> I'll tell you. Uh, I did enjoy being able to see uh, up-to-date shit about what either the president was saying or you know what somebody else was saying. But then again, Twitter was just fucking... It's, it is a waste of time. I mean, that's the my problem with social networking in the first place, um, is it tends to be a waste of time. Um, but, you know, the some of the theories being is that, you know, he's going to come out to say, hey, I defeated it, you know, there's nothing to worry about, which is, I think, uh, plausible. You know, that he could come out there and be like, yeah, I've got the cure... You know, the left is trying to prevent you from getting it, like what I did, you know. Uh, Trump is doing, dude, he's doing all sorts of shit that I didn't even think of that is awesome, um, that should bring voters. It's what the left has been saying that they were going to do forever and never did, like lowering drug prices. That is massive. And if somebody like Biden would have done it, you don't think the media would have been all over it going, this is one of the greatest things that a president has ever done. Of course they would have. But because it's Trump, they downplay it. Or they don't even fucking talk about it at all. That is incredible. But see, this is, again, to my point, is that it's teams. And they will shoot themselves in the fucking foot for their, their own team. Is what's happening. You know, you'll be hard pressed to find anybody in the mainstream media that says, I'm not saying that there hasn't been anybody that has done it. Maybe there has, I just haven't seen it. But um, yeah, you'd be hard pressed to find anybody that is like, admits that what Trump did there and in other cases was good, was beneficial. You know, they talk about how he's a racist all day. And yet, as I said the other day, he's putting, you know, what, $600 billion towards black communities? Now, I've shared my my uh, feelings on that. I think uh, it's fucked up to go and, and uh, do anything for one singular race. You know, it's just a, not a way that I would ever operate. But it's political. And uh, Trump knows that. And You know, he's smart, that's a smart play. I'll give him that. I don't like it, but you know, that's really not up to me, I guess. But the left, who calls him a racist, why would a racist give any money towards blacks, right? Or a white racist, I'll say, I need to say it that way because we gotta be a little bit more specific when we're calling out racists. Because there's racists of all colors. So, he won. Um, the left had melted down. One, they, they, they really hated that he uh, survived. They all wanted him to die. They, and, and this is very telling of the left. It's um, something I probably should have brought up and I might even bring up today when I talk to my wife again. Uh, I don't think that conversation went real well. She, because she had like <laughs> called me. She's like, "Hey, you know, I was I've, I've kind of been struggling with this, and I prayed about it, and then she was reading the Bible, and uh, she was telling me about what she had just read. Where it was, um, I don't know what verse is in Luke, because I know she's on that book, um, and it was the part where it said uh, to give somebody who doesn't have a coat your coat." basically to, you know, give somebody food if, if, uh, they don't have it and you have it, whatever it may be. And, uh, she, she took it the wrong way and she was like, that kind of sounds like socialism. I'm like, whoa, whoa, tap the brakes. <laughs> that's not socialism. Um, fuck, I even, I'm losing my train of thought as I'm talking right now because we're going so far into that story. Um, but I had to be like, no, no, no that's not socialism, sweetheart. That's, charity. There's a difference between charity and governance. Christ didn't come down and tell us how to govern. He came down to tell us how to live better lives and to live toward salvation as opposed to, and not only that, but, you know, uh, the two most important commandments was love God with all your heart, mind, body, soul and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. So if you uh, were hungry, wouldn't you want somebody to give you food? See, there's a difference there. But to give up all of your money Um, and give it to government who is then going to squander it and give a portion to people that don't deserve it. And I'm not saying that all people on welfare don't deserve it. I'm not saying that they're bad people. But there is a plethora of people on welfare who absolutely should not be on welfare. And we all know this to be true. I know some of them that have been in my family who easily could have went and gotten a better job or a job, you know, or made better choices. You know, and that's, that comes down to Christ again, is that he wants you to make better choices in your life. You know, a lot of the reason why, and I have to take this on myself, reason I'm not a millionaire right now, or at least like a fucking couple hundred thousand dollar a year is because of my choices. I have made choices that have led me to not being rich or not being wealthy, you know? I've made a shit ton of mistakes in my life, which is kind of the beginning of this episode, or this uh, podcast, was I was going to tell you, and I will continue to tell you, all of the mistakes that I have made in my life, you know? I'm going to call those fuckers out for you so that you don't make those same mistakes, you know? And I think admitting that is a good thing. Man, I am in Detroit today. Not such a bad neighborhood, although it is early and the gangsters are not, so I'm alright, hopefully. But yeah, the left is not is not, um, God-fearing in any way, shape, or form, so let's not get that twisted. I'm sure I'll probably have a couple more conversations with her. And, uh, like I said, I forgot what I was going <laughs> to... The, the thing I was going to need to talk to her about later on. But, um... Was it death? Wishing death upon upon the president? I'll admit that my... A, a characteristic of me, <laughs> that's a little unchristian, is, uh... And I don't know if it's, if it's necessarily unchristian. I don't think it's very pro-christian. But when somebody... Um, evil or that I consider to be uh, not good or a part of this cabal when they pass away, die, what have you um, I still sleep like a baby you know what I mean I hope that justice is served to somebody like Hillary Clinton and I think that the only uh, good justice um, and this here's the part that's non-Christian is that I hope she's tortured right? if she is guilty of all of the things that I know her to be guilty of but I don't obviously have abs- well I do have some fucking absolute um, evidence on her um or I think that there is absolute evidence there uh that I've come across I think that she should be tortured and then killed the killing part I think is justice the torturing maybe not so much you know I think that's a lot more to do with the eye, to, eye for an eye type deal um and some of the shit that, uh, like I said, I've come across and what I believe she has done on purpose. Uh, oh, shit. Um, Sorry, I got a text coming in. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Uh, I, I can admit that, you know, some portion of that is not pro-Christian. Um, but more so my selfish desire for maybe justice or, or pleasure in knowing that an evil person is, is, um, experiencing the same evil shit that they had done to someone else, you know, but we're supposed to love our enemies and pray for them and stuff. You know, that's the part that I'm saying is probably not so pro Christian, <laughs> but, um, you know, how I came up, the shit that I've been through, uh, you know, that may, that only makes sense. But I think that's a very human trait, you know, and something that I need to try to distance myself from and uh, take on the mantle of um, of uh, not only forgiveness, because when it comes to Hillary Clinton and uh, somebody like her, right, she didn't do anything necessarily uh, to me in, in all of these examples that I tend to use. Uh, uh, you know, Benghazi didn't have anything to do with me. Um, but I do see that there was something that was done. And I'm not saying that that's the only evidence that I would have of her having done something um heinous. You know, the the Anthony Weiner laptop, the emails, WikiLeaks, the shit that went on with John Podesta, um Epstein Island, all that stuff. That's that's what I'm talking about. Um but again, none of it happened to me, but I know that there was innocence that was hurt and you know, I want to see—I don't know—I want to see, um, you know, justice for those people who were hurt. Oh shit! I ain't stopping here. I ain't no fucking way. Woo. How are you guys up? What did you just not go to bed? So I think you, I think you know where I'm coming from with some of this shit. Um, yeah, we'll see. There's a, there's been a lot of ums in this episode. I'm not super proud of it, but happens other than that yeah Trump's doing fine Uh, he he survived and uh, he will continue and he's calling for a debate another debate with uh, Biden on the 15th of October we'll see how they how they play that Biden has stated that he wants to do another debate I think because he understands that the last one uh, mainstream wise Uh, didn't look so good for Trump. And so I think he wants to take advantage in in hopes that Trump will... uh, You know, things will go the same way. Trump's a smart guy, dude. I think he's going to take on um, the information that came from the first debate and maybe make a a few changes. But Trump's still going to be Trump. Like, you cannot... You can't expect him not to be. As I said in the first one. You know, for anybody that was surprised in in, um, how he reacted... Uh, during, or how he acted overall in the first debate. Trump is Trump. You're not going to change that. Maybe he's not as uh, uh, brutish in this next debate. Um, and he makes a couple of changes here and there, and he gets some stuff that he's going to nail him on, and, and uh, things like that. Oh, shit! Man, I'm fucking, I'm forgetting shit. As I'm talking about Hillary Clinton, I didn't even realize to, to talk about this. Trump just declassified uh, the the uh, Mueller investigation, the entire Russian collusion uh, investigation, just to classify that, declassified uh, the Hillary uh, Clinton email scandal as well. Um, I haven't seen too much come out of this. I need to I need to check into that a little bit more. Uh, something that I also noticed that just happened was uh, Google Play Store. I think banned infowars.com, and um, in doing so, I, I think it it grandfathered in anybody that already had infowars.com, the uh, the the app, but it won't generate new news articles. And I pointed this out on parlor last night as well, when I when I noticed it, because it's been a couple days and I'm still seeing the same news report. That ain't infowars, dude. Um, usually, well, I guess I can go park over here somewhere. Road? What? I'm like looking for a place to s- to park so that, uh, oh, that was green. But anyway, so I need to, I need to check in on that story a little bit more to see what, uh, what comes from it. Um, I think that, that, I don't think that that was a, a October surprise. Like I said, there's a couple of theories that I have I have uh, talked about in the past that I, I think are still in play. Um, and we'll see what, what happens. I think the, the, the biggest theory that I have is that for the October surprise, which we're in the month, we have less than a month until the um, election. Oh, I guess I could probably go. People are going to get mad at me. I might get a couple projectiles thrown at me i.e. bullets being that I'm in the D but um yeah if I just park right there it should be good groovy bro but in Trump having um having had Epstein in custody and I remember back then them saying that he would be might have been giving up names. So to hump, ha, hump to have Epstein in custody and now Ghislaine Maxwell, who is still in custody, and to have all of those names, I think that is going to be the October surprise. I'm still going to stick by that theory. I don't know for certain. Um, what the fuck is this place? Huh. Sorry, I'm going play by... There's so many buildings in Detroit that are are obviously dilapidated but you can see how gorgeous Detroit used to be back in like the 40s it was a a blooming metropolis it was beautiful and um, now it's just it's a shithole oh yeah Black Lives Matter oh yeah they do do they really here in Detroit you think Black Lives Matter why are there so many black people dying then? I bet you're not fucking talking about that. I guarantee you're not talking about that shit. I bet you're not calling out the the Bloods and the Crips and all the other fucking the Joy what is it the Joy Road, uh, the hooligans or whatever you fucking call their dumbass gangster names. For fuck's sake, people. For fuck for fuck's sake. Um, but yeah, I think that that's still going to be the October surprise. And uh, and we'll see. If that is due, that is going to be so fucking big. Watch Joe Biden's name be on that motherfucker. Woo! Woo! Big news there. But uh, we'll see. Um, I think it's going to come. I think if it were to come, it needs to come, that's what she said, within two weeks of the election. I think two weeks will be the, 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 the nice spot. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll definitely see so like around October 20th so we have we have a couple weeks to go um, a week and a half ish or so before uh, that. I think Trump drops that one and um, I don't know maybe we'll see because it, it, I assume that they probably have something that they're going to try and drop on Trump I don't know what that could be you know who knows but should I park right here uh, it's always a 50-50 more like a twenty-five seventy-five <laughs> in detail. Um, but yeah, like I said, we'll uh we'll see what comes of that and um, I'm gonna check InfoWars real quick now that I'm parked and see if they uh, they changed it up. Yep, same story, dude. It's the same so I the last thing that I saw on InfoWars was from four days ago. Uh, Walter Reed Hospital is killing Trump with experimental tra- treatments. A little off the mark there, Infowars. Not usually like yourselves, but uh, I also didn't read this one to, to see. That's sad if that's the case. I can't update it. I can't find it in uh, Google uh, Play Store. And uh, I think that they, I think they did. I think they banned him off it, which is, uh, uh, I think it's a ploy um, right before the election too because they know how important Infowars was to Trump the first time around. Um, when they were on youtube when they were you could access them anywhere they had a lot of access and uh they were able to get i think i think infowars brought in probably close to um fuck dude anywhere between 15 shit let's pump bump that up to about 20 to i would say close to 40 50 million people to support trump i really believe that that's the case infowars was Critical in Donald Trump getting getting uh, elected, you know. So for all the shit that they've done to uh, Infowars, I think Trump needs to. And I guess they're kind of moving towards that, you know. That's that that has been a criticism that I've had of, of Trump um, for a while now is that you know they really haven't done much to protect the First Amendment right to really go after uh, these social networking platforms that you know, they, they get to pick and choose when they want to be a publisher or a, um, a platform. And, um, there, there needs to be some change. Uh, but you know, uh, you have people like Ted Cruz that, you know, will talk about it. Um, and I, I don't think have have really done too much or enough. I'll say that. (sighs) Although I do like Ted Cruz to a certain degree. Um, if it happened again, I probably still wouldn't vote for him for president. You know, I wouldn't have voted if it came down to him and, and, uh, Hillary Clinton last time, or even if it were him and Biden now, I don't know if I could vote for him, but cause I, I, I still don't trust him. I still feel like he's, you know, um, just on the right wing of the same bird. So, but that's, that's where I stand. So we'll see, we'll see all this, uh, eventually we'll see the results and, um, Once I hear something, you know, you'll know. Be accountable. Be responsible. Don't be liberal.